You're listening to Parenting in the First Three Years, the place where we explore the strategies and soul of parenting from pregnancy through the first three years of life. I'm your host, Ann McKittrick. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello there, and welcome to today's episode. You know, I just love number patterns, especially when it comes to dates. And this podcast is coming out on February 22nd, 2022. Two, 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 two. And if you have a kid who's turning two years old today or 22 today, I hope you're throwing a big party because the numbers will never match up this way again. There's an unspoken message out there about two-year-olds. They just kind of get a bad rap out there in the world of public opinion. You might have heard it. Just wait. Wait until they turn two. In this episode, to celebrate this day of twos, I'm focusing on the second year of life. What's going on with your baby and all of the wonderful and sometimes challenging developmental changes that are happening with them. And for you too, because this developmental shift in your child marks a significant change in your parenting and you will need to change your approach on how you, you know, respond to your child. So what are two-year-olds like? First of all, I just think that we need to step back and admire all that your baby has accomplished in such a short period of time. They've gone from a tiny little newborn to a walking, talking, influencing the world around them human being so fast. You've got blue jeans hanging in your closet that have been in existence longer than they have. I think it's really important to take into account the magnitude of all that they've learned in such a short period of time. So let's talk about some of the things that two-year-olds can do. Keep in mind with this that the windows of typical development are very wide. Your child may or may not be doing these things at their second birthday. So typically we see that children have reached about half of their adult height and 90% of their adult head size by the time they celebrate their second birthday. This rate of growth is gonna slow down considerably between the ages of two and three, but what you'll really notice in in this next year is that their body proportions are gonna change. They'll begin to look less like a baby and more like a preschool. Of course, every child's growth patterns are different and your pediatrician will keep tabs for you. There's really not a lot to worry about unless they bring it up. So um, in the second year, Babies are learning to feed themselves. They are moving from table foods and they're learning what tastes good to them, what textures they like and what textures they don't like. We really need to keep in mind that appetites slow down as growth slows and there might be times when it feels like your toddler is just not eating anything and they're not getting enough calories. Probably they are. Um, Don't worry about it too much. Just kind of keep tabs on what what they're eating. The language explosion begins at this time. At 12 months, your baby probably could say about three to five words. And on their second birthday, they average 50 to 100 words. They'll begin to speak in little short sentences and they'll really begin to communicate with you. They're beginning to learn self-control and here the key word is beginning. (laughs) Self-control takes years to develop. In fact, I have trouble with it myself and you might too. They understand the word no, but they really can't process how to make their body not do the thing that they really want to do. For example, they've touched a lamp and you've told them, no, don't touch that. They they can get, no, I don't need to touch the lamp, but they can't process the thought, I really want to touch this lamp, but it's against the rules, so I'm not going to. 
a good strategy for you is just to say very simply, no touch when they touch the lamp and then uh, show them what they can touch or give them something else that they can, can handle with their hands. Toddlers are beginning to use their imagination and you'll see the beginnings of pretend play coming out, like pretending to feed their doll or making sounds for a toy car. This is a good indicator of their cognitive development, so it's a really fun thing to watch for. Two-year-olds are really curious, especially about how things work. They'll repeat an action over and over and over in what seems to us just like repetitive play, but actually they're little scientists, tweaking and testing ever so slightly with every try. If you've got a toddler, I encourage you to just sit back and quietly watch them in action. It's fascinating. They love to fill things and dump them out, open and close doors. They might like to sort objects and line them up by category, or they might just like to line things up. All of these changes add up to a little person who's beginning to realize that they have some power to influence the things around them. Two-year-olds are famous for letting us know what they think, and since they're so new at it, they haven't learned how to do it very politely yet, which leads to the bad rap they get and the label, terrible twos. You know, I used to be a toddler teacher, and I had a class of about 12 two to three-year-olds, and one of my favorite things about teaching this age group is that they were what I would describe as raw people. <laughs> they just didn't have any filters yet. So two and three-year-olds, they yell, hug, kiss, laugh, push, bite, and touch in such big ways to express their emotions. They experiment with their newfound power. They test their limits, and they really just want to see how you're going to respond. And, and honestly, I think they kind of enjoy the rise they get out of others, and so that's why they repeat some things. But it's just a switch. It's a switch as a parent. I remember when my first child entered into this stage of development, it caught me off guard, which it shouldn't have because I'd been teaching child development at the college forever and working with really young kids for years. It just seems like book knowledge and parenting in the real world are two very different things. So we as parents, we have to adjust. In fact, there's an important change in the development of parents that happens when your child turns around two years of age. But first I need to back up a little bit. In her book, The Six Stages of Parenting, Ellen Galinsky describes the developmental stages of parenting beginning before you ever even become a parent. That first one is called the image-making stage, and it's that kind of dreamy time before and during pregnancy when you imagine what it will be like to be a parent, what you plan to do and what you plan not to do. You really examine your own childhood, you think about how you feel about being a parent, and you work through some of those things in preparation to become a parent. Then your child is born, and throughout the first year or year and a half or so, you're in what researchers call the nurturing stage of parenting. And during this time, you are just being very responsive to the needs of your baby. They need your full-time care. They, they can't survive without you. Um, you are building a very trusting environment for them and a, a place where they feel safe, and you're forming an attachment with them. You feel very attached to them and they feel attached to you. And this is the foundation of their social emotional development. You're nurturing them. And you slowly begin to grow into your role as a parent through lots of self-reflection and just kind of working out the kinks. I think it takes about a full year just for this paradigm switch to take place in, in the mind of a, of a new parent. Around age two, you'll begin to enter the next stage of parenting, 
And this one begins the moment that sweet little baby turns their beautiful little face towards you and says, no, <laughs> defiantly resisting whatever it is that you've just said to them. For most of us, this is met with a combination of amusement and annoyance. But in this stage of parenting, although you still nurture your child, you'll need to begin to show them how to navigate the realities of living in this world. You have to ask yourself the question, what kind of parent will I be now? When do I say yes? When do I say no? How do I know the effects of my decisions? How do I enforce them? When do I give in? When do I shift? <laughs> when do I change directions? You might feel as clumsy in all of this as your toddler is trying to feed himself with a fork, and that's okay. It's a part of the natural progression of parenting. We are always learning at every stage. Truth is, research tells us that parents may have to deal with challenging behaviors with toddlers every three to nine minutes. <laughs> is that exhausting or what? Testing is part of a toddler's healthy development. They're trying out different behaviors to see what works and what doesn't. And you are their trainer. You're their guide. How you respond makes a difference in what your child learns and how they behave. So here's what you can do as you begin to set these limits, since that's what parents in the authoritative stage do. One thing is, be very clear about your boundaries or your rules. There can only be a couple. You know, in early childhood programs, we just kind of have a, a rule of thumb, and that is that uh, a good measure is one rule for every year that a child is old. So for two-year-olds, two rules or two, two understandings of boundaries it's about all they can manage. Your rules might be put the toys in the basket before bedtime, or your rule might be when you throw food, you're done eating. You always want to set your boundaries or your, your statements like this with positive words, telling them what they can do instead of what they cannot do. They need lots of reminders because remember, self-control is a developing skill with two-year-olds, and honestly, they will forget. Their memory is still developing. On your part, consistency is the name of the game, from daily routines to what happens when you break the rules or these boundaries. Um, use the same consequences every time. For example, every time your child throws a toy off the high chair, just take that toy away for just a few minutes and then bring it back and let them try again. See if they can play with it without throwing it. And guess what? When you stay calm as your toddler tests these boundaries, and they will, the more effective you will be at teaching your child some self-control. Testing the limits is just part of their healthy development. Okay, so what are some practical ways to get through these days of dealing with challenging behaviors every three to nine minutes? Here's what you can do if you've got a toddler in the house. Give them a choice whenever possible. This is really great practice for them for becoming an independent, autonomous person who can think for themselves. Another thing you can do is just to kind of tell yourself, say yes if you possibly can. Keep your nose for the things that really matter. In other words, choose your battles when it comes to setting boundaries for your child. So when it comes to a power struggle, your child is really, you know, not wanting to do what you've asked them to do and you are trying to get them to do it. Um, here's just a couple of guidelines. One is talk in statements, not questions. When you ask the question, are you ready to get in the car now? They can legitimately say no. Instead, just make it a statement. We are going to go get in the car now. And if you make it a game and say, can you beat me there? 
it might be easier to move them along because sometimes toddlers can be a little pokey. <laughs> so um, when they are really resisting you and telling you no or beginning to melt down a little bit, one thing that's really important for us to do is to empathize with the emotion, naming it so they can learn the words to say. They won't be able to tell you how they feel. They can only express their feelings and you can help name it for them. Give them a moment to get over it. Just sit beside them. These, these emotions are can be a little bit scary for toddlers. And so we want to let them know that we are there and we're for them. And, um, and you can just kind of talk through it when they're ready to listen. You can say, yeah, I know. You really, really wanted to keep playing, but we have to take a bath now. And then just move on to the next thing. Um, toddlers are very distractible and often it works. When it doesn't, just continue to empathize and just keep waiting. Usually it passes pretty quick if you stay calm. So one thing that you can do that uh, would really help is to make a date with either your partner or if you're a single parent, maybe with a trusted friend and get away from the house, away from your child if you can possibly, or maybe do it at night when they're asleep. But um, I think it really helps to get away. Just um, take some time and talk it through. It's really important to be on the same page and talk about this new stage of development and what it might be triggering for you. It's a really big thing, parenting a two-year-old, and it can be very stressful. Um, talk about what's happening, what your child is doing, how you think you might need to approach it, how you're feeling about it, and then brainstorm a plan for what you're going to do next. I just want to close with a word of encouragement for you. Your responsiveness and attention and presence and consistency, that's what your child needs. Do that and you'll be golden, along with all of the learning you can do about both your child's development and your own development. If you feel like you need some guidance to get through the toddler years, go to Nurtured Noggins and click on Learn. We've got parent coaching available and I do work with parents one-to-one -one, and I would be more than happy to talk and see if this might be a good fit for you. So that is it for today. I hope this helps you understand that little two-year-old that's walking around the house and helps you appreciate all of the wonderful things that are going on with them in that little brain and body <laughs> as they're figuring everything out. I'd love to pray for you and your baby if you would like. Just email me at ask at nurturednoggins.com. Your request can be really simple, just one word, or you can include an explanation. It doesn't matter. Either way, you can trust that I will pray for you. It's just a quiet, simple way that I can connect with you and support you on your parenting journey. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. If you loved today's episode, please share it with a friend. The first years can be overwhelming for any parent, whether your baby's a newborn or out there walking and talking and taking on the world by force. So share away. All you have to do is head to the platform where you're listening, click on the share button or the icon and share it to a friend. I so appreciate you taking the time to do so and it really helps me support other parents on their journey. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.